Welcome to Truth Seeking Mamas. I'm Carissa. And I'm Christian. We are both pastors, wives, and mamas who are seeking truthful accounts of what it looks like for believers to have faithful endurance in real life. We hope that these conversations not only touch your heart, but also encourage you to have genuine community with other believers. We believe we can't truly be all God has us called us to be until we embrace both a biblical and meaningful community within our church bodies. Welcome to Truth Seeking Mamas. We are so glad you're here. Hey friends, thanks for coming back again this week. This will be our second Reflections episode where Christian and I talk about how to love a mama experiencing a season of long-suffering. I would encourage you, if you haven't already, go back and listen to the previous episode. Thanks for coming back again every week, and we hope that you enjoy this conversation. Christian, once again, I just want to say thank you just for your honesty, your vulnerability, and just your encouragement even through a tough time. Uh, I know during that time, (laughs) we live pretty far apart. But I know during that time, I remember just continuing to pray for you and talking with you and you sharing with me just how God was working things out for you during that time. And so that was very encouraging to me as I was not able to be there uh, in the flesh for you, but, you know, uh, coming alongside of you through prayer. It's uh, very awesome to hear kind of like the, the end of your story, you know, um, and how you've been able to go back and reflect on what the Lord did during that time for you. So the first thing I would like to talk about today is, uh, you mentioned several passages of scripture that were an encouragement to you and even to you today, as you reflect on that time, would you mind to, um, reshare those verses of scripture with our audience yes so the first one is psalm 37 39 through 40 the salvation of the righteous is from the lord he is their stronghold in the time of trouble the lord helps them and delivers them he delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him romans 8 28 and we know that those, for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. 1 Corinthians ten thirteen, No temptation has ever taken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. By with, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And the last one was 1 Peter 4.19. Therefore, let those who suffer according to God's will entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good. So the last time we did one of these, we talked about songs that are hymns that came to our mind during, you know, certain seasons or situations. Do you have any songs that really helped you or brought comfort to you during that time definitely like a river glorious it's an older hymn but the words of it were so relevant 
to what I was experiencing. And it says, like a river glorious is God's perfect peace. Overall victorious with its bright increase. Perfect yet it floweth, fuller every day. Perfect yet it groweth deeper all the way. Stayed upon Jehovah, hearts are fully blessed. Finding as he promised, perfect peace and rest. Mm. And the last chorus goes, every joy and trial cometh from above. Placed upon our dial by the son of love. We can trust him fully, all for us to do. They who trust him wholly, find him wholly true. And I think that hymn was so personal to me in that it reminded me what was going on in my life was part of God's plan for me, even though it was frustrating and felt unending. And I had to keep trusting him because what was happening to me was a part of his plan. So that hymn definitely was a strong one for me. And then he will hold me fast uh, was a definitely another one that meant so much to me because it also reiterated that my savior loves me and that he's going to, sustain me through this difficult time even though I don't like what the trial is he will be with me Mm. you're so good I was thinking about uh the hymn it is well with my soul and I know like even in that time you were walking through it it was hard for it to be well with your soul But, you know, even in those times, I feel like sometimes we just have to sing it, you know, that he's going to work that out in us. Um, And for the individual listening who maybe isn't familiar with that hymn, the writer of the hymn, It Is Well With My Soul, wrote that as he was crossing, I believe it was the Atlantic, on a ship where his family had perished on the Atlantic and was writing the hymn, It Is Well With My Soul, even in the midst of, I don't know, pure heartbreak, (laughs) you know, losing their family. That long-suffering, it can be well with our soul because we have Christ. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but it can be well with our soul. So we know being in communities long enough with broken people who are seeking to be more like Christ, we are still broken. So I know in communities I've been a part of and such, and even being in the community, it is easy for communities to tend to forget those who are experiencing long suffering. Would you agree with that, Christian? Yes, it definitely can be that way gratefully the community that surrounds me has been faithful to be there for me when I needed them Mm, for sure what are ways that for communities who you know might be bigger maybe in like our smaller churches it's not as hard to 
forget about those who are going through times, but maybe in a larger church setting, um, it, it can be if that person's not um, there for a little bit. What do you think are some ways that we could encourage communities not to forget about those families, um, maybe ways that they could continue to care for them and come alongside of them? Some ways that were very helpful for our family was, and particularly for me, was a presence of someone with me when my husband was at work. When I could not function very well, walking in a lot of pain, and I also had two sons at home at that point, having an individual come and sit with me, even talk with me about things that were going on in their lives or praying with me, watching my children, cleaning my bathroom, you know, folding my clothes and then just being present. I feel like people do not realize how much it means to others in the personal presence of someone with you when you're, when you can't leave a house when you can't go to the store or even just be at a restaurant eating lunch. Yeah. So I think being present, not only maybe even bringing them meals, which is helpful, but physically present, sitting with them, talking with them, or even writing letters. That is one thing I have found so many people have appreciated in the past when they were going through a trial where they're, family member was passing away or had passed away being intentional to send the letter of I know you're grieving I know you're hurting I just want to let you know that I'm here for you and I'm thinking about you mm-hmm. uh, I feel like intentionality both physically and uh, through encouraging texts letters gift cards those are ways we can definitely help others in their time of long suffering. For sure. You know, overall, it's not really hard things. Yeah. It's just, it goes back to intentionality, being intentional with people. Maybe that's what we've lost in our digital age is intentionality. I don't know, maybe that's just from my own personal experiences, but no, I do agree. I do agree with you. So maybe you yourself find yourself, you know, how can I help my friend who just found out that they have cancer? How can I help this family that just lost um, a family member? You know, think about those basic needs that people have. And like you said, just going and visiting with somebody can mean a lot. You don't just have to know all the answers. Mm. I feel like sometimes people go into those moments of, I don't want to go sit at their house because what if I tell them something wrong or it's not what they want to hear? If you just sit and listen 
a lot of the times that is the most encouraging thing because there is someone present with them mm-hmm. who's willing to be a listening ear. And if you don't know what to say, just saying, I don't understand what's going on, but that I'm here for you and I love you. And I'm so sorry you're having to deal with this right now or mm-hmm. praying for them in those moments of them expressing their grief to you about the situation or the, the emotions they may be experiencing and saying, I've never been in this place, but I'm here with you. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. I'm praying for you. And whatever you need, you let me know and I will do what I can to serve you best during this time. I love that. We don't have to have all the answers. <laughs> I yeah. feel like I also fall into that category many times. And it is a good reminder that you don't have to. You don't have to. Just being present sometimes is the best thing you can give. Mm-hmm. For is. sure. For sure. My grandfather passed away a couple of years ago um, from cancer. And I called him a homebound missionary because the amount of people who came to see him while he was at home to just visit with him, just to say, you made such an impact in my life. I just mm-hmm. wanted to say thank you. He took the time with every single person and asked them if they knew Jesus. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, that's amazing. Like even in his suffering, mm-hmm. He was still trying his best to minister to others, even though they were coming to minister to him, you know? So I feel like the ministering and caring for one another, it it goes both ways. You Mm -hmm. know, you can go and visit with them and you might walk away blessed (laughs) or encouraged by someone who is experiencing the suffering and walking that journey themselves. Definitely. I would just say be open to being present with those in your community that are dealing with physical, emotional, spiritual struggles and loving them like Christ has loved us and trusting that he is going to be present with them when you're not physically present with them. But also he's present with them when you are there too and praying for them and reminding them of God's truth is so important. Mm -hmm. So don't forget that. Don't forget those who are suffering to send them God's truth. His word is powerful and can bring so much hope when you are in a hopeless situation. Amen. That's a good word. I really appreciate that. So, as you all know, we got to be good Baptists and talk about our food. <laughs> so, um, let's talk about some some food. The hopefully this is this isn't your favorite part of the podcast, but you enjoy. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, Christian, I know that you just recently made something for your family. Would you like to share with us what your recipe is this week? So this week I made a carrot ginger soup. Apparently I'm on a soup kick. (laughs) (laughs) It's fall. It's fall. Yes. And it is really good. Uh, It's just carrots, ginger, chicken broth, 
and a little bit of salt and pepper. It was super simple and quick. And we served it with ham and cheese sandwiches. And it was a really nice, fun Monday night dinner that didn't take a lot of prep time. And I was able to do some other things I need to get done. So it's a delicious soup, I think. Definitely strong. If you like pepper and ginger, it's going to be a little bit on the stronger side. But it was definitely a thumbs up from the kids and from the adults. So, <laughs> hey, there you go. Crowd pleasers are always good, especially with children. And you're like, yes. see, it's not a bunch of sugar and it's good for you as long yeah. as they like it. It's a, yeah, good, the, it's a win-win. Yeah, the carrots were naturally sweet. So it brought a sweetness to the soup without, you know, adding brown sugar and stuff. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So. Awesome. Well, my recipe for you this week is going to be, uh, it can be a dessert or it can be a bread with, maybe it'll go with your soup. Uh, they are called sourdough popovers mm. and you can make it without a sourdough starter or with, there are two recipes I will add for you um, at the bottom. So you can see if you want to if you have a sourdough starter, this is going to help you out. They're super simple, quick to make. And then if you want to use it as a dessert, there is a little option at the bottom that you can put some melted butter and cinnamon sugar on the top of them. And I promise you, they taste just like an Auntie Anne's cinnamon sugar pretzel. It's amazing. <laughs> so that, I mean, I feel like we're just pairing up soups and, it's and breads. It's it's soup September, I guess. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, today when we're recording this is the first day of fall. Well, there you go. Even though it is not feeling like fall outside here. Nice. I don't know if it's going to be very warm where you are. Oh, yes. It is 93 today. So. Yeah. Our high is like 96. So uh, Alabama is celebrating by being almost 100 on the first day of fall. So thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> so yes I hope you all enjoy making the soup and maybe some popovers to share with uh, your family or your friend or someone in your community that is walking through a time of long suffering so Christian would you mind to close this out in prayer Heavenly Father, you are the God who sustains, who loves and cares for his children. And you are with us even in seasons that feel like they will never end. Lord, we are grateful for your presence, for your spirit that comforts us with truth, reminds us of you. Lord, we are thankful for the son who died for our sins, Lord, and knows the burdens that we bear because he bore our sins and transgressions. Lord, and, and he cleansed us of those through the washing of, through the son's death on the cross and the resurrection, Lord. But also because he was human, he felt what it feels like to be human mm -hmm. and know all the things that we carry in our minds and in our hearts. And he's had such compassion for us, for his children. Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you that you're a good Lord, the God of all, 
who knows every single thing that happens in our lives and has planned it all out. So we can trust you to write our story, trust you in the times where we don't know what the future holds. Lord, we come to you and we thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. Help us to continually to be faithful, to be hopeful, and to be Christians that love you, love your word, and love your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you all again for joining us. Don't forget, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Truth Seeking Mamas, and we look forward to connecting with you there. And we would love if you would share stories with us. Uh, We would love to know how the Lord is using this podcast to encourage you and your communities. So feel free to shoot us a message on there if you wouldn't mind. So everyone have a good rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon.